Simon Yud. We're discussing the place of placing the tefillin. Now, referring to the tefillin shayad, on the arm above the elbow, it begins this 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 part of the the arm before it starts to go up where the muscle is. That first part before the muscle goes up is not a mokim vanachas Where the muscle is, we could divide it into two parts. There are many places to hold that the tefillin shayad needs to be dafka on the bottom half, the part which is closer to the elbow, which is sima keneged alev. And there are those, the gra who holds that the tefillin shayad could be anywhere on the muscle, even on the top part. But above the muscle, past the muscle, with it, where it starts to go down and further and, and continue, that's not the mokim hanochas tefillin. Now, since if a person could put the entire tefillin, the entire bias on the bottom part of the muscle without going over past the muscle, great, that would be a great thing to do. But if he cannot put the entire tefillin on the bottom half of the muscle, so then he's running into a shayla, then maybe it's going to go lower than the muscle. So then already it's better to put it on the muscle itself, so even if it's on the higher part of the muscle, it's mashman the and you could even make a bracha, because we could be semach on the gro and the others that hold, that this is also makim hatzfilm. Therefore, many times, especially by by bar mitzvah bachrim, even if they, um, even even though we don't teach them to put it on the bottom, we don't even teach them to put it on the bottom half, because their arms are much smaller. And it's not shy for them to do it, but a person has to realize maybe now that you got older and you're bigger, your arms are bigger. Maybe it's shy to put it on the bottom half. But if you're taking a chance of the tefillin going over, then it's better to put it on the middle which will also be on the top part, than to run into having it fill and not in its right place. Now, the place of Hanochas tefillin for a righty is on his left hand. If someone is a righty, if he's a righty and he puts it on his right hand, he's not Yaitza even B'Dievet, he's not Yaitza. Shari Tshuva and the Barahitav bring a, a tshuva, they bring tshuvas that are mitzadeh, that maybe are yaita, but Allah if someone did this, he should put it on again, on his left hand. The doyve misharim, the shabina rab, echerik beiz, mevav, has a tshuva about a bacha, which the doctors told him that his heart is on the right side, not on the left side. So now his shadow was, so I put the tefillin on my right hand in order that it should be a sima keneged alev. And the Shabin Rav said that l'daytoy, there's no shayla over here. Because we pass in Shulchan Aruch that he eats a yad, a lefty puts tefillin on his right hand. Even though, even though the lev is on his left side. Like every other person, the lev doesn't switch. So we see we don't need sima keneged alev. Mamish and the Shemin Rav brings from a Mordechai Menachis that that which we need Sima Kenegi Leib is not that it has to be Samach close to the Leib but it has to be Keneged the Leib and that's enough.
Simen Yud, continuing Siv Gimel. Many times when we're putting on the Tefillin Shalyad, we end up touching our arm above the elbow in a place which is normally covered. Sometimes when we put on our Tefillin Shalraish, we come to rub and scratch our hair down to the scalp in order to tighten the Tefillin on our head. Because What is the din? Do I need to wash my hands or not? In the Sefer of Salmas Chaim, where there are short chuvas written from someone named Rabbi Shlomo Sobel to Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zanefeld, in Ois Lamates, he was asked, someone who cannot be careful when tying the tefillin shalyat on his hands not to touch his, his arm while he's tightening the knot, does he need to wash his hands or not? And the shell says over there, Bishlema from the brach of our mitzvah tefillin, he could be saying on that which he rubbed his hand on the wall for Nikoyin. That's for brachas, but for tefillah you need water. So Rabbi Chaim Zanfeld said that it seems to him anything you're doing which is shaykh to the mitzvah, touching won't be a problem. It does not need a netila. But he says, On this answer, the shell responds in Ismem, Tishabav, which is Chal on Yemrishain. So Tishabav is beginning Matzi Shabbos. The meaning in many places is that, and the Mokvram brings this meaning down, that we switch from our shoes into our sneakers, into our Tishbav shoes, after Baruchu of Mairif. So it means during Mairif, after Baruchu, we're taking off our shoes and putting on the Tishbav shoes. Says the Mogan of Ram, but be careful not to touch with your hands, because then you'll have to wash your hands. The shell asked, Haray, there's a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah to remove our shoes. So it's part of the mitzvah to remove the shoe. So why do we need to do an etila? And also, sad svara, if the reason is because of the kios, so what does it make difference that's for a mitzvah? Right now, your hands are not naki, soif soif is not a kiyim. So how does it help that it's for a mitzvah? Said Rabbi Yitzchayim Zonnefeld, I see your hasogis, I see your, your shaylas, but this is what my, this is what I, this is my das noita, this is what I feel. And I'm not being chayzer from what I wrote, even though it's not clear to you what I mean. Similarly, we find that Tzitzel in the first part of the tshuva, He's discussing this question. And he brings the Chassam Seva al-Tayra and Pasha's Nasi. The Chassam Seva asks, it says that the hair of Aisha is erva. And it's also to re-kish the hair of Aisha. To say Dvaram Shab Gedusha is also. So how could they read the Pasha of the Saito? When the Kain uncovered the hair, or Paras Reisha Isha, he uncovered the hair of the Isha. How is the Kayin allowed to say the shame of HaKadosh Baruch Hu the uncovered here? Says the Chesam Seifa, Ve'inei doyma lemechikas Hashem, la'asis sholem bein ishto ishto, ki zehu me'ikr bedikas ha'seifa. Ava priyas roish, e'ni ma'akev kol kach, ne'ina bedika. The Chesam Seifa tells us, and it's not doyma. Don't tell me that if we could do mechikas Hashem, we could uncover the hair. 
Sezich sem seife el akachach muchmize kashuhech she mitzvah les be mishum vayemach necha kodesh. And the sem seife brings a raya from Mila, Bashas the Mila, the Maya holds on to the Arla. And he says the Shem Hashem, he says the Shem Hashem, while he's holding on to it. If so, perhaps we could say also, Adarch, Rabbi Yisav Chaim, that that which he's touching it is a Hechshem Mitzvah, and therefore there's no Chesarn, that which he comes in contact, touches his arm, is, is, is not a problem. But the whole demon of the, to the Chesam Seif is not clear. Because by us, the touching in, of the arm is not a shadow of a Machanach Kaddish. Then we could say it's called Kaddish. Over there, it's a question of Machanach Kaddish. But it's a shadow of Nikios and Seif Seif. It's not Noki. So it may not be such a clear demon. But we do have a Benish Chai. The Benish Chai in Pashas told us, as Zion tells us, that. The Mokim Hanochas Tfilim is on the left, on the arm. And he says it's called Mokim Megulok. Since I need to uncover that chedek of the arm in order to put Tfilim on, therefore it's considered like a Mokim Megulok, and therefore you don't need to wash hands afterwards. The says that this is a tremendous chedesh. You don't find the other paiskim. I want to have Reuven Feinstein. Reuven Feinstein said that when his father, Reuven was teaching him to put on tefillin, he told him, be careful not to touch your arm, because if you will touch, you will have to wash your hands. And Reuven said in the beginning it was taka hard, but afterwards he got, he got used to it.